Care isn't just a career, it's a calling. You might have heard that call, you may have even answered it. But answering the call doesn't mean you won't have questions. That's where the Care Is Calling podcast comes in. Proudly brought to you by Estia Health, Care Is Calling is here to call out those big questions, those myths and the misconceptions that surround the aged care industry today by having real conversations with Estia Health employees who are making a real difference. Alongside the Estia Health team and even some residents, we're going to uncover more about what work and life is like when a career in aged care with Estia Health comes calling. So if you're ready to answer the call to care, you're in the right place. It's a family in aged care. Take care of them at the end of their day. To look at the person, not just as a person, but as a whole. It's a rewarding career. It makes me feel proud of what I do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our very first episode of Care is Calling, brought to you by Estia Health. I'm M. Paulo, your host, and I'm so excited to deep dive into a career in aged care and what it's really like at Estia Health. But most importantly, to learn more about just how rewarding it can be. Over the season, we're going to hear from all kinds of people working at Estia Health, debunking some misconceptions of what it's like to work in aged care and connecting over that special calling so many of us have in life to take your passion for caring and make it a career. So to kick things off, we're starting with a pretty big question. Can I even make a difference? We're gonna think about what it means to make a difference, how we can do so in ways that feel unique and special, and how our aged care career gives you all sorts of opportunities to do just that. Joining me for this conversation today is Kalpana, who makes their difference as a clinical care coordinator with Estia Health. Hi, Emily. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, you're our first guest on Carrie's Calling by Estia Health. Tell me, what does an average day look like? Yeah, I will start uh, with what I'm doing in the aged care. So I'm a clinical care coordinator in uh, Estia Health Ringwood, the memory support unit. And Ringwood is a 169-bed facility. This is the second largest facility in Australia in STR Health. So my average day, I'm leading and managing the clinical care team to achieve the best quality care for the residents. There are lots of things that we can do. It's not just doing the medication and doing the pain management and wounds. As a nurse, there are lots of things to do. Sounds like they're lucky to have you. Yes, (laughs) I think so. Thanks for that, because, you know, there's this section that we want to do each time called the call out. We're going to call out like a big question that someone is considering a career in aged care might be wondering. Do you know what our first call out question is? Can I even make a difference? Do you feel like from the experience you've had in your day to day role that you make a difference? Yes, of course. We can make a difference, whether you are making a small difference or the big difference, but the impact will be big. Spending uh, quality time with them, spending one-to-one time and just sharing the smile with them, just talking to them, saying, how are you? And good morning in the morning also can make a difference. Small things can make big difference. We are doing continuous improvement programs and data analysis, monthly clinical data analysis and lifestyle activities. Those things can make uh, the changes in the industry as well as the resident's life. I'd be interested in hearing about a story about a resident that you have in mind that you feel like makes a difference in a small way but has a big impact. 
Yes, um, I can give you an example. Please. Uh, it's a very small thing that we do, but it can make big difference in his life. There's a resident in my facility. He always loves to shake hands. So when we walk past, we just shake hands and we smile and say, uh, like, how are you? Good morning. And if you are going home, just see you tomorrow. Those things uh, make him smile. And he, and he sounds like a gentleman too, wanting yes, to shake hands. Yes, of course. Like, doesn't matter whether the girl or the boy is passing by. He just wants to shake hands. And the connection, then again, the tactile touch. Yes, yes. It makes smile in his face. And uh, he's enjoying it. And uh, there we can build the partnership, the professional partnership with the residents and the families. So it's... It's a good thing. It's a very small thing that we do. It's great. It's a beautiful, warm and fuzzy that gives you a bigger idea, a greater context of the impact you really are making. You know, I'm interested about that comment you made about data collection. How does that filter down into making an impact? Yeah, uh, there we are collecting the data of the uh, falls, pressure injuries and medication management. There are five indicators actually. And for example, if we take the falls, the, we are collecting the three months analysis data of the falls and we are doing the analysis like what are the impacts of the falls? What are the injuries that happen from the falls? And we are giving the number of falls happen in the section, for example, in the facility. They are analyzing, okay, this much of falls happen and this much of injuries happen. Okay, what are the things that we can do to prevent the falls happening in the future? So those data they are collecting and they are using those data analysis in the policy making in the aged care industry. It's not just about working with the residents. I mean, actually, that's it sounds like it's some of the best things yes. that you do. But it's changing the landscape for the aged care industry too from policy changes. Yes, Very that's cool. why I mentioned making the difference. It can be just we are making the difference of residents' life or as, as a whole aged care industry. Okay, well, take us back to when you first started. Did you think that you would be where you are now? Like how has it evolved over time? Yes, I joined Estia Health in 2020 as a graduate nurse. And soon after I got my registration when I complete the degree, then after eight months, I started working as a in-charge nurse. Then they gave me the opportunity to work as an acting clinical care coordinator. Then I'm, now I'm working as a clinical care coordinator within a short period of time. Haven't you? That's a, that's a real, that means you're a gun. You've, been, you've moved pretty quickly. And SD Health give you the opportunity to move pretty quickly through the ranks? Yes, of course. I'm lucky enough to be in the team and they identified my uh, skills, strategies and the dedication and compassion to work in the aged care industry. So I'm really lucky enough to be in that part of the team and uh, the working environment. And uh, there's a very supportive team, not only in Ringwood, in all STI health, including everywhere. And we are going for the meetings and all the things. So we get to know each other there in the meetings from the other facilities as well. So you get to go to different facilities, not just the one. Yes, of course. Yeah. We do have the meetings there and we get to know each other and the head office and other facilities. So, of course. So it's a big community. 
Yes, I feel well supported by STR and there's a good teamwork and good working environment. Tell me the beautiful thing about everything I've heard that you've said. There was one minute you said, I, I, people have seen my passion for STR and that's why I was able to move forward. Can you tell me a bit more about that? What is your passion for aged care? First of all, I would say I did only two weeks of placement in my back in my bachelor's degree. Then I started my career in aged care. I didn't thought like uh, this is a big industry from the two weeks placement. I didn't realize that there are lots of opportunities in there and lots of things in there. Once I step into the facility and once I step into the industry, then I realize, my God, it's a big as a nurse. There are lots of things to do. Yeah, it sounds like it. And so much variety. Let's go the other side. Do you ever feel like there are days where you're not making a difference and how do you handle that? Of course, sometimes we have to focus on one thing. For example, if there's major things going on in the flow, like outbreak, the COVID outbreak, in the outbreak management. What a time that you've all had. Yes, we have to focus on the outbreak management and we have to keep aside the other things. But at the same time, Every day, it's a brand new day and there's a new things going on, new challenges, new opportunities, new improvement, new observations are there. So it's a new day every day. Great. It's really inspiring to hear. Tell me, if, if there was a young person stepping into aged care, what advice would you give them? The first advice is step in and come and explore. Uh, That's not uh, what you think from outside. Once you come inside, it's a big industry. There are lots of things that you can do. As a nurse, it's not just uh, doing medication and doing the wounds. There are lots of opportunities that you can grow up. In aged care, it's not unlike other healthcare sectors. As a nurse, you can build your leadership and management skills. You are a leader in the aged care. You are leading a clinical care team and you can be a good leader. So that's a good opportunity that you can bring. Tell me what makes a good leader in aged care then? What are you trying your best to do? I think in my section in the memory support unit, the being calm is one of the qualities that I'm practising. It's pretty important. And, I'm, and everyone is telling me that it's there in me and good strategies and skills and dedication and being compassionate with the, with the care and what you are doing. I never get bored doing this job and it's not just a job. Well, look, I can hear why that you've moved pretty quickly with that skill and mindset. Before we wrap up, I want to ask you the final question that we ask all of our guests and it's simply this, why do you care? I do care because I can see the positive impact in their life. At the end of the day, I can see they are comfortable and they are safe in good hands because this is not a hospital. This is their home. There should be a homely environment. The residential aged care, the STA health, it's their home. And they have ups and downs in their life, uh, their clinical deterioration. You can see, uh, I would say, sad things sometimes, but that's the life. And you have the opportunity to take care of them sometimes at the end of their day and end of their life. 
So it makes difference and it make it can it's a rewarding career. Yeah, I hear that. Beautiful inspiration to to take care of people in yeah. this life. So thanks so much for being our first guest on Carrie's Calling, Kalpana. It's been wonderful to hear your story and your thoughts. Again, I can hear why you move so quickly through the ranks of uh, SD Health, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners are feeling really motivated and inspired that they can make a difference in their own aged care career and that SD Health can make that happen for them, right? Yes, of course. I think so. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Carrie's Calling for another week, brought to you by SD Health. Before we get out of here and give the world a little extra care, we would love for you to hit subscribe and leave us a review. That way, more people can find us and listen and maybe get a little help answering their own care calling. If you'd like to answer your own care calling, head to sdhealth.com.au forward slash careers to see which positions are available for your next career move. We'll also recommend signing up to the SD Health job mail subscription at the link in this episode's description so you can be the first to know when any new opportunities to care come calling. Coming up on the Care is Calling podcast, more moving conversations with some truly inspiring people. Because when you've got dementia, you do go back a few years. So we get to know them, bringing photos of their family members, bringing, you know, their animals into the facility if they've got a favourite cat. Their room is done up like at home, bits of furniture that they had photos they had in certain rooms that they remember from years ago, wedding photos from their grandchildren. They remember those things. You don't want them to forget it. Learning, every day coming and learning, learning from them. It's not just me coming to do my work, but then it's like expecting the unexpected throughout the day. Uh, coming and learning on and saying that, oh, I've learned this one the other day, or I've heard this one the other day. And it's like, they're sharing things. For all those input that they're giving me, or those conversation that I'm into, I'm having with other staff, it's like, it's contributing to my development as a person. We'll see you next time. And until then, remember to take care, show care, and share in everything that's special about care. SDA Health and the production team would like to acknowledge and thank the Bunurong and Wawandari people of the Kulin Nation and the Bidigal, the Birabirigal and the Gadigal people of the Inora Nation upon whose land this podcast series was produced. We pay respects to their elders and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded.